ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clarified to us in his book has clarified to us what ibadah is has clarified to us the meaning of worship the meaning of al-ibadah and the purpose of our existence in performing that worship in performing that ibadah so Allah mentioned to us in the Quran وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I did not create the jinn or the humans except for them to worship me. And the Salaf they mentioned that the tafsir or the meaning of إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ It is إِلَّا لِيُوَحِّدُونَ that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us in order that we may be upon Tawheed, that we may worship Him alone, singling Him out with every aspect of ibadah. And as Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned regarding the definition of ibadah, he said, كُلُّ مَا يُحِبُّهُ اللَّهُ وَيَرْضَاهُ مِنَ الْأَقْوَالِ وَالْأَفْعَالِ الظَّاهِرَ وَالْبَاطِنَةِ From all of that, that Allah loves and is pleased with, all of that which Allah loves and is pleased with, from the statements and the actions, whether they are hidden or apparent, then this is ibadah, ismun jami'un likulli ma yuhibbuhu Allahu wa yardah. Here is a comprehensive term for all of that which Allah loves and is pleased with. Min al-aqwali wal-af'ali al-zahira wal-baatina. 
from the statements and the actions, whether hidden or apparent, the ibadah that Allah has created us for, that is what He sent. The revelation explaining to us, that is what He sent the prophets and messengers with, and the da'wah of all of the prophets and messengers was to this tawheed. As Allah told us in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا That indeed we sent to every nation a messenger preaching to them, Worship your Lord alone upon Tawheed and stay away, refrain, abstain from the false deities. This was the da'wah of all of the prophets and messengers. This was the da'wah of all of them. Every single one called to Tawheed. As it is mentioned in the Quran, how they would say to their people, Ya qawmi ibudullah, ma lakum min ilahin ghayruh. O people worship Allah. You do not have any other deity besides Him. Worship your Lord alone. You have no other deity to worship in truth besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would send the companions to the different lands to go and give Tawheed, the message of Tawheed and the da'wah to Tawheed to those people to give the da'wah. He would tell them to begin with Tawheed first. So when he sent Mu'adh ibn Jabal and Abu Musa al-Ash'ari to the areas of Yemen, he said to them, you are going to come across a people of the book. So then make sure the first thing that you call them to is Shahadatu an la ilaha illallah. The testimony that none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. That is what you begin your da'wah with. That is what the Prophet ﷺ commanded the companions with when Ali ibn Abi Talib عنه, was given the raya, the flag of the army. The Prophet ﷺ said to him, when you get to the enemy boundaries, when you get to the boundaries, when you get near the enemy, Say to them first to testify to La ilaha illallah. Call them to the da'wah of Tawheed first. Then if they accept, the matter is resolved. But if they do not accept, then it continues. Call them to Tawheed first. And that's why the Prophet said to Mu'adh ibn Jabal, you will come across a people of the book. So make sure the first thing you call them to is La ilaha illallah. That none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he said to him, 
فَإِنْهُمْ قَبِلُوا ذَلِكَ That if they accept that, then tell them, ثُمَّ أَخْبِرْهُمْ Then after that, tell them, أَنَّ اللَّهَ افْتَرَضَ عَلَيْهِمْ خَمْسَ صَلَوَاتٍ فِي كُلِّ يَوْمٍ وَلَيْلَةٍ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon them the five prayers in every day and every night. And then after that, the zakat. So these affairs, they are aligned in this way. When you look at Arkanul Islam, at the head of all of them is the shahadatu an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadan rasulullah. The head of the five pillars of Islam is the testimony that there is none worthy of worship in truth except Allah and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. When you look at the pillars of Iman, the six pillars of Iman, the first of them, and tu'mina billah, that you have Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then the rest of the pillars, the angels, the books, the prophets, the messengers, the day of judgment and the decree, but at the head of them all, at the head of them all, is the Iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why, if a person does not practice Tawheed, a person practices Shirk, he is upon the Shirk, the major Shirk, then even if he prays, his prayer will not be accepted. Even if he gives zakat, it will not be accepted. If a person is upon major shirk, which exits him from the fold of Islam, just like a Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab mentioned about some of the mushrikun, they would go and commit major shirk, and yet they claimed that they were not committing shirk. At the time of the Prophet wasallam, those mushrikun, they were seeking intercession from the dead, saying, These are our intercessors with Allah. And they would say, That we do not worship them except that they will bring us closer to Allah. They went and committed all of that shirk and then they would claim or they would believe or think that they are not performing shirk. But when the Prophet wasallam said to them, قُولُوا لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ تُفْلِحُوا Say لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ and you will be successful. Those mushrikun, they refused to say it. Because they knew the meaning of La ilaha illallah. They knew that what the Prophet ﷺ was telling them to do was not just say it and that's it. It is not just a nuqqub al-lisan. That is one part of the shahada, to say it with the tongue. But then there is the belief and the action that goes with it. The mushrikun, they knew that the meaning of la ilaha illallah, it is that you have to abandon all of the idols and the statues and everything else they were worshipping. 
you have to abandon all of these other false deities. You have to abandon the ones in the graves and you cannot make dua to them. You have to abandon the stars and the moon and the sun and everything that they are worshipping. You cannot worship the stones and the trees and the graves and the moon and the stars and the sun. You have to abandon the worship of all of that. They knew that and they did not want to do that. And that's why when the Prophet ﷺ said to them, قُولُوا لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ تُفْلِحُوا Say لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Meaning, say that there is none worthy of worship in truth except Allah. And therefore, abandon all of the shirk that you are upon. They said, أَجَعَلَ الْآلِهَةَ إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا They said, has he made all of our deities into one? That is something strange, that is something unacceptable. They did not want to abandon the shirk with their other deities. They wanted to carry on calling to the dead in their graves. They wanted to carry on seeking intercession via them. Carry on saying that these are salihun, awliya, anbiya. They will take our dua to Allah for us. That is what they would say. They would say, نَحْنُ مُذْنِبُونَ we are sinners, we have so many wrongs. How will Allah answer our dua? We have to go to these righteous, the awliya, the salihun, the anbiya. Ask them to take our dua to Allah, then it will be answered. This is what they would claim. And this claim of theirs, and this action of theirs, was declared as shirk. They were upon shirk for calling upon even the prophets, even the prophet Muhammad it is not permissible to call upon him and ask him to take your dua and to ask him to be your intermediary as the people they go to the grave of the prophet now and they want to face the prophet and make dua to him and ask the prophet this is from the actions of shirk and impermissible rather you want to make dua then call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly. وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِي إِذَا دَعَانِ That if, if they ask you about me, then tell them I am close. And I answer the dua of the one who calls upon me. This is the message of Tawheed. The da'watu al-anbiya'i wal-rusul. Throughout history, from the beginning to the end, from Nuh alayhi salam, all the way to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they called to Tawheed. And this is what will separate the people on the day of judgment. The Muahidun, they will enter paradise. And the Mushrikun, they will enter the hellfire. <coughs> الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد على آله وصحبه أجمعين فيا عباد الله It is important for us all to recognize and understand what the meaning of this religion of Islam is It is not just a name It is not just a name that you say I am Muslim 
It is not even just to say La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah has three parts to it. One is that you say it. You testify La ilaha illallah. But the second is that you believe in it, in the meanings of La ilaha illallah, the aqeedah, that you believe none has the right to be worshipped in truth except Allah. And the third, that you practice it, that you only worship Allah then, and you don't go and worship others besides Allah. You only make dua to Allah, you don't go to the dead in their graves making dua to them, asking them to take your dua to Allah for you. The meaning of la ilaha illallah needs to be understood and it needs to be practiced. Because if we do not accept that meaning, then that is what the munafiqoon used to do. The munafiqoon, the ones who are fit darkil asfali minan nar. From the lowest pits of the hellfire, they used to say, La ilaha illallah. But in their hearts, they did not believe it. And in their hearts, they were not upon tawheed. So it is upon a Muslim to recognize, it's not just about saying La ilaha illallah, and having no understanding of what it means, and having no understanding of how to practice it, and just saying it, but carrying on doing tawaf around the graves, as some people do. They will say, La ilaha illallah, but then they do tawaf around the grave of a dead person on the qabr. But they say, La ilaha illallah. This is a musibah. It is a calamity that a person does not understand the reality of tawheed. And this is the basis of the religion. This is what we will be tested on. This is what we will be separated on on the day of judgment those who were believers upon tawheed and those who were upon shirk associating partners to allah allah mentioned to us in the quran worship your lord alone and do not associate any partners to him this is a nafi, or this is a nakira fi siyaq nafi, ta'um. That you cannot associate any partner alongside Allah, anything, shay'an, whatever it might be, even if it is the righteous, the pious, the prophets, the messengers, the angels, anything, rock, stones, trees, sun, moon, nothing can be associated alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the core of the message of Tawheed. Have we understood this message? This is what we need to understand from the revelation of the Quran and the Sunnah. This is what the message is from the revelation. This is what the Prophet called to for years and years of his life. The da'wah to Tawheed, just like all of the other prophets and messengers before him. Just like Isa alayhi salam before him called to the message of Tawheed and now the people they changed it and they distorted it and they say Isa is the son of God and this is a lie. Isa alayhi salam never called to that when it will be said to him on the day of judgment 
Did you say to the people, to Isa alayhi salam, did you say to the people, take you and your mother as gods besides Allah? Isa alayhi salam will declare his innocence. He never said this to the people. He called to Tawheed just as the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu did. Just as Ibrahim alayhi salam did and Musa alayhi salam did and Nuh alayhi salam did. All of them called to this same message. And this is the core and the basis that will decide who enters into paradise and who ends up into the hellfire. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to maintain us all firmly upon Tawheed and that we die upon Tawheed and be from the Muwahidun in the afterlife. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد أقم الصلاة